Huber in the morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Uh, you know what I was always wanted to do that I think would make you mad, maybe? What's up? Good morning. On this day. Just throwing miles in at random places where he doesn't belong. What do you think of that? Do you not want a producer tomorrow? <laughs> I know. I shouldn't take it easy on you today. Uh, I didn't make fun right of your hair today. <laughs> is it bad? I don't even know. The, the, my right, your left side is so disjointed. Oh, I can feel it. Yeah. What happened? I think when I put this hoodie on, I nicked it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll double back on her. All right, here we go. I have a watch on. There's a little thing on the board that tells time. It's time for weird news. Just try to work time in. <laughs> From the old Casio. You know, those are coming back. The kids these days all like the 80s fashion. And it, I, I, it just grosses me out. The high-waisted jeans, the neon colors, all the stuff I hated in the 80s is back again. If I would have worn high white socks anywhere from 2001 to 2005 in murdered, my high school years, murdered. I would have been beaten up. Yep. Now kids are wearing that with sandals, slide sandals, did and it's fashion. You, did you do the thing, and I'm assuming this is back too, but I haven't really seen it in the wild. Did you do the thing where you take your pant leg... And you pulled out some of the fabric and then folded it over and then did like the tight roll to lay. I think they called it pegging your jeans at the yeah. time. Now pegging has a whole different meaning. I don't want to call it. <laughs> but back oh. then, that's what it was called. Oh, my God. It's 643. That's <laughs> 643 energy right there. So not but with, you know what I'm talking about? Not with jeans. So we had like and one basketball pants yeah, were nice. popular, and that's what got pegged. Sam Fukaki still says he misses, misses his parachute pants. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That uh, was good. All right, let's get to the weird news. Um, Now it's time. You <laughs> can't double up. Double up. The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday upheld a California state law that bans honk, honk, honking vehicle horns unless the motorist is trying to warn another driver well I mean, don't give me a loophole you know what i mean don't give me an out right and that's the problem meep meep sir you're not allowed to do that i was trying to warn that guy about a squirrel right i was trying to let my friend that i saw on the sidewalk know that i was fast approaching right resident susan porter challenged the law after she was ticketed for honking as she drove by a rally outside her congressman's office in 2017. In her appeal, Porter claimed horn honking is protected by the First Amendment, writing, the car horn is the sound of democracy in action. <laughs> Woo! I really Man. wish I loved democracy or government as much as the people on the way left and the, the way right loved anything. Man. I love nothing that much. I assume everything bad in life is going to happen to me. No good can come of anything. And they're now going to talk, take away car honks. The sound of the car horn is the sound of democracy in action. <laughs> or the sound of hundreds of thousands of angry New Yorkers. This is a chorus that echoes up and down the streets in Manhattan. What I was trying to find was Mitch Hedberg, the wonderful comedian, God rest his soul, had a great bit. You should only have three honks a month, and you go to honk 
and nothing happens. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, I really wish I would have saw Ricky on the sidewalk. <laughs> I just can't believe that's already a law that needs undoing. I can't believe the fight is to make it a law. I mean, it seems like it passed pretty quick, I guess, and easy. Yeah. Uh, the Supreme Court couldn't, would not buy the argument and refused to review California's no honking law. Do you think the residents of California know there's a no honking law? Absolutely not. I mean, if your car is purchased in California, do they dismantle the horn? No, because you need it for warnings. Yeah, that's this is stupid just from jump. Although the infraction of honking your horn in California, what do you think the fine is? $238. What a weird number. Porter didn't have to fork over a cent. It turns out the deputy who ticketed her didn't even bother showing up in court, so her case was dismissed. <laughs> USA! I know. USA! The guy took one look at Susan Porter and was like, this ain't worth it. <sighs> My police photo is going to be on her Facebook yeah, page. That's right. She knows Kevin's wife really well. <laughs> and uh, I don't want anything. Or David, I'm sorry. She knows David's wife really well, and I don't want anything to do with it. David, Kevin is David's friend out in California who's married to Susan Porter. Has to be. Yeah. Kevin! They moved east <laughs> yeah. because of David's job. <laughs> and I'm not going to work. That's right. <laughs> so I'm just going to follow David and spend all his money. David, do you believe Susan is going to court for honking her horn? All she was trying to do was to let those people know that she supports the elephant. <laughs> And then now she has to go to court with Officer Tiki Tack over here. <laughs> it is too early. We already talked about pegging your clothes. I know. And we got David's wife in. It's and only 648. Cop, dude, he was leaving the day before work. And he's like, I got this court case tomorrow. This woman, I just can't even. I can't be bothered. I can't do it. I can just hear that conversation as he's walking out of the room. That day, contemplating whether he should or should not show up at this court case the next day. They're just going to keep bringing up the right. honking and bringing up the honking. And it's so much paperwork. I know. And we're, why was I even on the beat that day? I, I mean, we're talking about a woman who felt comfortable saying the words, the car horn is the sound of democracy in action. And eagle screeched in the background. <laughs> a plumber visited the house. And it's a great company, a company that I used to say, hey, it's you we're here for. Come back to me, Doug. Matt Stover sucks. <laughs> I'll do a good job for you. But that's a whole other story. The plumbers came to the house, and I have a water filtration system, and it's lovely because I have a well, and I never felt confident about the water. I used to buy tons and tons of bottled water. I used to have the water cooler with the upside-down five-gallon thing. Then I got the filtration system, and it's been a world of difference. I do love it. But yesterday, they came to change all the filters and fill up all the juice, and there's light bulbs involved. I mean, it's insane what my water goes through between the well and hitting my lips. And uh, I got home yesterday knowing they had been there. And we have the little, like, looks like the thing the dentist uses to squirt water on your teeth when they're drilling them. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? It's one of those kind of things on the sink next to the actual spigot. And uh, that's where the clean drinking water comes out. So I am parched, trying to hydrate more, trying to drink more water. 
I fill up a glass with this water. And I can see it's kind of cloudy, but when I hit the switch to turn it on, it went and I'm like, it's just air. You know what I mean? Just got some air in it. And as I held the glass, I could see it start to clear from the bottom up, kind of the way a Guinness rises to the top. And as the bubbles rose to the top, the water got clear. And I'm like, oh, it's not cloudy. It's just tiny air bubbles. No big deal. Later on, Mrs. Huber comes in. And I went to the spigot again to do something. She goes, oh, can't use that yet. Oh, no. Supposed to empty it out a few times to let the stuff whatever. I don't know. I don't even know. But we were told to empty it out a few times before we drank it. And at this point, I got at least 30 ounces of this sloshing around in my guts. I made, we did like a butter chicken thing last night. And I made rice with the water from that spigot. So now I've gotten like a big thing of rice and a belly full of this water that I've been told, oh, not supposed to use that yet. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. A note, a rubber band. So a cup over top of it like the bar does when the tap's blown. Yeah. Something to deter me or anyone else who wasn't in the know from using this would have been helpful. Before I take sides, <laughs> I need to know, uh-huh. were you ever told this information? Not once. So this wasn't an yeah, ADHD was, and, and look, thing? And I would take full, you know, my brain's like this. So I would take full <laughs> responsibility... If I had been told it and forgot. Okay. Because that happens to me, oh, I don't know, four to five hundred times a day. Right. Where they're like, oh, you have this meeting. Yep, I sure do. I remember hearing about it. Remember putting it in the calendar? Totally forgot about it. That I'm used to. This was just me out there alone. <laughs> Hitchhiking through the wilderness. Um, so then, it, we, so we emptied it out. Because that's what we're supposed to do. And then wait 45 minutes and do it again. So this morning I come downstairs and I'm like, I don't know that we ever did the second empty out. So then I got an empty Keurig and I got water that's 50-50 as to whether after I went to bed, anyone did the second empty out because I went to bed before everybody last night. I was dead. Okay. So I just emptied it out and had to go buy coffee this morning because I didn't trust that the water in my house was drinkable again. So there was already a breakdown of communication yesterday, and you didn't want that to carry over into your morning and right. start, start the day off on the wrong foot. And then here's where it goes bad, bad. Because I did empty it this morning, and I didn't refill the Keurig, but I also didn't send a message saying any of this to anyone. So now they're going to see an empty Keurig, and they may be wondering the same thing as to, does this need to be purged again or is it good to go so unless they're listening right now i guess i should text and say water system's clear or you were paid the favor (laughs) and we act like adults i know and we have better communication (laughs) but now then after i was told this that's when the mind game started like 
every time I even felt something in my stomach, no matter how benign. Right. Is this it? <laughs> is this the beginning of the water taking its toll on me? Did it ever occur to you to reach out to the professional? Nope. Not once. Okay, so we're just going to run this shame. Yeah, like how, you know, how high of a percentage is there of consequences from this? Did not bother to ask or, or seek out that information at all. Didn't even Google it. Just assumed that at some point I was going to be, you know, locked in the bathroom by myself. You Googled non-alcoholic <laughs> fatty liver disease, something right. you don't have about me. To find more information, right. but God only knows what's in your guts at this moment, right. but hopefully that macchiato. And I just let it roll. Just yeah. rolled the dice. <laughs> I mean, between that and the chocolate chip muffin from the break room, it's got to be fine. I feel okay today. Okay, I'm, I'm glad. But I didn't roll the dice. I didn't run it back. And you would think, in typical me fashion, feeling okay today, I would have just been like, nothing wrong with that water, and just filled up the coffee machine and gone. But now, I didn't. I don't know why. Well, you're the only one that drank the tainted water. I know. You can't afford two doses of that, right? (laughs) That's right. Yeah, maybe I got away with it the first time. You know, who knows? (sighs) Playing with fire, buddy. (laughs) Playing with fire. Some days, it's 6 to 10, and then, uh, you know, a couple of hours of office stuff and work. Yesterday, it was 6 to 10 and, like, jetting out the door to go get my kid, pick him up from school. Yep. Uh, We both are allergy sufferers. And to avoid having to take a bunch of medicine the rest of our lives, we are doing the allergy shot thing um, where you go once a week for a certain amount of time and then once every other week, once every three weeks, once every four weeks, et cetera, et cetera. And they inject you with, I guess, little bits of what you're allergic to to make your body fight it off and to help you ease the symptoms. I think that's how it works. I literally let somebody just inject me with stuff once a week, and I'm not even positive what I'm doing. Yeah, you can either be a superhero <laughs> in a year. That's right. That's right. Or you're going to be on an infomercial. Like, don't let uh, this happen to you. I was here for the radioactive spider juice. Am I in the wrong room? <laughs> Spider-Man! Um, so, we did that yesterday. Uh, we both take allergy medicine that is prescription and we both get these shots and you know they got to do the checkup when you're you know we started this in the fall of last year uh we've both now gone up in dose like when we first went the little needle was filled like a quarter an inch eighth of an inch or whatever and now it's like they're filling it all the way up i think the next step is they get like another six pack of needles to put all this juice in us you know what i mean they they ramp it up pretty heavy nurse could you please bring in the bowl of juice <laughs> that's right so um so we go to the allergist appointment yesterday and the appointment's at like 11 30. So at the end of it, after we, we, and everything went well, by the way, the, the doctor's really good with how things are progressing and, and both feeling much better, yada, yada, yada. So now we're at like 1240 or maybe even a little later. And I'm like, I don't really want to take dude back to school. I'm looking for an excuse to not take him back to school. Yep. Um, and as you may know, if you're a regular listener to the program, I am trying to get them to try new foods. They are very picky eaters, and I want to do more traveling. I want to do more, you know, uh, nights out at restaurants, stuff like that. So I'm trying like mad to get them to try more food. So I thought, here is a golden opportunity. I'm going to dangle a carrot that's so sweet and delicious that there's no way this doesn't get a new food added to the list. So I say to my seven, almost eight-year-old, if you eat six Chick-fil-A nuggets 
you don't have to go back to school. And you would have thought I threatened to behead him. (laughs) It was insane. What was the reaction? Well, it was like, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, dude, six nuggets that for most of your friends are a reward for getting something. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not asking you to go crazy. You know, let's just go try it. We get there. He muscles down one and then throws in the towel. So now I'm left with a decision because I've spoken a deal. Right. And I can't back out on the deal, even though it's in my best interest (laughs) to just take him home. Yeah. I can't be like, you didn't do this. You didn't live up to your end of the deal, but you still get to not go back to school. So I had to take him back to school. I mean, did he fight it? No. Okay. (laughs) So did he not like the nugget? Dude, (laughs) they're too crispy. They're not the same size and shape. I mean, there were a million different reasons. And then I even even opened a thing of Polynesian sauce. I'm like, dude, this is like cake syrup. This is like cake icing, rather. It's just sweet. It's like ketchup, only sweeter. This definitely will mask anything you don't like about the nuggets. This is like just dumping sugar on them. Because they're candy junkies, of course. Absolutely. And I even brought that point up because he got a chocolate shake. I I even let him get a chocolate shake. And I'm like, the chocolate shake's different. You've never had a chocolate shake from here. Yet there was no hesitation to dive headfirst into the chocolate shake. Yet the nuggets were just persona non grata. So does he not like nuggets from other places like Burger King, McDonald's? Are those no-go's? There is but one nugget to rule the world. And they are... The Earth's Best Nuggets. And they are in a blue bag, and they are available for sale at only Wegmans and Target, and they are upwards of 10 to $12 a bag, and they never have them. So when you see them, you got to buy 14 bags of them and store them because they never have them. And everybody's in the same boat we are, so they'll buy the 14 bags. So you just have to be the one parent who gets there on the day the truck comes in to buy 14 bags of these and then pray you see them again before they run out. So you did this to yourself. Uh, You gave them a high quality nugget. I know. And now nothing else. And I'm not, I'm not being like, I'm not, when I say they're the world earth's best nuggets, that's the name. That is the brand name of it. It may also be true, but it is the brand name of the nuggets. So, He doesn't want them. So he goes back to school. He comes home. We make him the Earth's best nuggets, the normal nugs. And he's so mentally checked out on nugs that he won't even eat them. So then I had to make him meatballs instead. And again, there's only one brand, one kind. Which is? The BJ's Angus Beef Meatballs. And they are delicious. The kid's got a good palate. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. He likes good stuff. You've turned him into a food hipster, and, and he's almost eight. His brother makes Steven look like he's eaten everything at the Golden Crow you can eat buffet. Because his brother eats absolutely nothing, the youngest. I guess that is the only redeeming thought, is that I used to be the same way. And now, what did I have? Oysters the other morning in here. Um, I love a good bone marrow. <laughs> I'll eat, you know, raw octopus, whatever. So... He could change. I don't know if he will, but it's possible at least. that That's what I keep telling myself. Now, the youngest, I don't know. The youngest may be a macaroni and cheese. Oh, he won't even eat that, though. Who knows? But 
you follow my logic. The youngest had for dinner last night. We were talking earlier about the just pure hell it is trying to get my kids to try new foods. The youngest likes raw bell peppers cut into slices. I don't think I liked raw bell peppers until I was like 30 years old. I hated them. I could eat them cooked, but I hated them raw. Now I like them raw too, but... And he takes the raw bell pepper slices, which can't be red or green, by the way. They have to be yellow or orange, which they taste identical. I have no idea why he cares. But maybe because he likes the contrast when he dips them into ketchup. He uses the raw bell peppers basically just as spoons to eat ketchup, big piles of ketchup. And I think the eating of the bell peppers is just like a residual have to to ingest that much ketchup. Right. He's on his way to having a landing, a fatty liver landing from all the <laughs> all the high fructose corn syrup in the ketchup. Yeah, not great. So where <laughs> But the, the peppers peppers have more vitamin C in them than an orange. They're very it's a very healthy food. Right. Well it's like grapes, right? Right. People, there's a lot of sugar in grapes. <laughs> right. But you would rather your kid eat sugar out of grapes than sugar out of a chocolate bar. I did watch uh Nate Bergazzi's Netflix special the other day where somebody told him a lot of sugar and pineapple and he freaks out and goes show me all your fat pineapple friends where's all your fat fruit friends <laughs> who can't fit through a door because they have too many grapes <laughs> and I, I do think that if fruit was my biggest problem probably wouldn't have any problems do you know when old man had his first bell pepper that's a very good question. Like, where did, where did love... he get it? Where did he get into the bell pepper game? So it had to be he grabbed <laughs> one off of a veggie tray at some party. Yeah, the, you're probably right. I don't know. I mean, my oldest for not eating Chick Fil A, for not liking pizza, he has a salad every day of his life. Sometimes too, he loves salad made with a mixture of iceberg and romaine, some bell peppers, cucumbers. And a balsamic vinaigrette. I mean, loves it, demands it every day, requests it, and crushes at no less than one, at least, or uh, yeah, at least one or two a day, sometimes for lunch and dinner. I know I'm not supposed to be mad about this, but I'm mad about this. Uh-huh. Like, act like a kid. I don't, I don't get it either. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, he will eat a handful of cucumbers. He loves peppers. Um... Doesn't like a lot of fruit, though. Not big on, like, oranges or strawberries or bananas. But we'll eat a ton of raw vegetables. It's nuts. Like, I live with a toddler. My <laughs> wife is a toddler. She eats childlike food all the time uh-huh. because she had super bad parents when it came to forcing kids I to eat food. And that's that's his argument every time I complain that he doesn't eat Chick-fil-A or pizza. He's like, but I eat really healthy, Dad. And I'm like, I, you're right. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I get more frustrated with it having to be the exact salad and the exact dressing. That's where there's no wiggle room. Like we were out at a brewery one time and there was a salad and the ingredients were pretty close. It was lettuce, cucumbers, bell peppers. We were able, oh, and I'll eat a pint of um, of uh, grape tomatoes or cherry tomatoes before we even leave the store. I got to scan empty pints of cherry tomatoes. So that's his grapes. Yeah, that's his grapes for sure. So on a car ride home, <laughs> there's an empty thing with you grapes. and little Steven. <laughs> there's an empty container of grapes and an empty container of, of cherry tomatoes. tomatoes. That's right. I fully believe that little Steven's not your son. <laughs> it's or I could believe it 
<laughs> he is you or I if somebody told us as a kid they loved us. That's right. That's right. And we would have just been eating salads and passing away pizza, and I wouldn't have hey, a fatty liver. We would have never got to know little Landon. Kimber in the morning.